Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. Welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, giant steak on white fence. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fire. Alright, so I'm out for a little walk and talk with myself. And uh, what I walked on, what I walked up on is uh, I, I don't really have a, uh, I don't really have a, dis- I don't really have any sense of like description. Like, let me describe for you what I see. So there's a white picket fence, just like a white picket fence you might imagine seeing anywhere, right? Turn on television, you see a white picket fence in front of a beautiful house. You're sitting there, you're looking at it, you're feeling all warm and fuzzy because this little happy family with their little white picket fence and their little fucking puppy dog and their kids. And it's like, oh my God, so cute. Inside of that though, I am walking past a white picket fence, only I'm not watching a show. It's a legit white picket fence right next to me. So I'm walking past this white picket fence and as I'm coming up down the lane, I see this like there's a block of something stuck between the wooden white spikes on this wood white picket fence. Now, as I'm getting closer and closer, my mind goes, is that a giant ribeye steak? And I'm like, no, no. My mind doesn't even want to believe it at first. It's like there is no giant ribeye steak sitting on the white picket fence in the middle of nowhere on my walk and talk. This is completely out of place. So my mind ignores it and I get closer and closer and all of a sudden, holy shit, would you not? Like I did not believe my eyes. There was a giant ribeye steak, like a giant one, not cooked, like a giant slab of meat stuck up on this white picket fence between two of the spikes sitting there just by itself. And the whole thing my mind starts thinking is who is putting a steak on a giant white picket fence and for what cause would placing a giant ribeye steak make any sense placing it on that wooden white picket fence and the lesson I got from this as I'm sitting there looking at it trying to understand why was simply this things are what they are that's it Like, things are what they are. So amidst all my desperation in my mind to go figure out why there is a giant-ass steak sitting on this white picket fence, I'm simply left with this one truth, which is they are what they are. Like, it is what it is. Like, there's, there's no need for it to mean anything. It's just a steak on a fence. Now, it's an odd picture, and it's not something you see every single day. But it is what it is. It's a giant steak sitting on a white picket fence. And there's no need for any more description beyond that. Like it doesn't have to mean anything. It doesn't have to be a trap for a pit bull dog. Doesn't have to be a trap for, you know, somebody homeless. It's like like nothing. Somebody fucked around and put a steak on a fence. And it's funny. And that's it. Like there's no other need for it to have any other meaning than that. And that is the reality of a lot of life is things just are what they are. You know, why does this person do that? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it is what it is. That's what they do. It's who they are, okay? Like, I can argue with the stake on a fence. I can be angry about the stake on the fence. I can laugh and think it's funny that there's a stake on the fence. 
There's a lot of responses I can have to the stake on the fence. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. I was out for a walk and talk and there's a fucking stake on the fence. That's it. That's it. Now people say, well, why does it, why does it work? Why does it work this way inside of accounting and business? And I'm like, because that's how it works. Like you can argue with the math all day long, but guess what? It's a stake on a white picket fence. It is what it is. It might not make sense to you, but it is what it is. Right? A lot of the tax code. You're like, why the fuck is this like this? You're like, well, it is what it is. Like they pass laws and that's what it is right now. So deal with what it is. It's a stake on a fence. So here's my question for you. Where in your world across body being balanced in business do you have a stake on a fence situation? where some shit is completely out of place and you're all up in a tissy about it, you're all flustered and you're trying to figure it out when the greatest way to figure it out is just accept, hey, it is what it is. It's a stake on a fence. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire, parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of Living the Warrior's Way found in the Warrior Book. So if you don't have a copy of the Warrior Book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. My friends, you just got the parable. The parable is interesting. A giant steak, big T-bone, ribeye, something, I don't know, sitting on a white picket fence. And our principle that came out of that conversation was things are what they are. Things are what they are. And we're moving forward inside of the worry book. We're actually going to be in chapter three, the possibility. We slowed it down here in chapter number two. Spent a few episodes, probably five or six, inside of that conversation. So excited to be in a new conversation with you and have a new uh, baseline of talking about the warrior's way and also implementing our principle, things are what they are. So we're going to be on page 36. We're in section one, the foundation, chapter three, the possibility. We're going to start off with a quote from the Declaration of Independence. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations Pursuing invariably the same object invinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Now, the Declaration of Independence was written a very long time ago, my friends, and It was written as a declaration of exactly what it stood for, independence. It was a declaration of saying, hey, listen, I am taking a stand for my reality. Right, the founding fathers took a stand and said, here's what is, right? But the the principle we're going to tie this up to is things are what they are. Your life is currently what it is. You can create all kinds of stories about it. You can create stories about how it's amazing. You can create stories about how it's not amazing. You can create stories about how it works. You can create stories about how it doesn't work. You can create stories about why it's somebody else's fault. You can create stories about why it's your fault. But at the end of the day, your world, your results across body being balanced in business, your reality inside your bank accounts, this entire game that you have created, it is what it is. And things are what they are. And see, there's a power from this. 
There's a power from this. A power, right? Independence and a declaration of such. The people inside of our founding fathers and that entire group of the colonists had to be able to make a decision. And the decision is, okay, it is what it is. We're under regime. We're being taxed. We don't want this shit anymore. It is what it is. It is what it is. And things are what they are. There's a giant stake sitting on the white picket fence called the taxation of England and what we don't want anymore. We do not want any more rule from Europe. Well, fuck you guys. We're not going to let you control us anymore. There's a giant stake sitting on a white picket fence. It is what it is. It doesn't make sense why it's there. Why would you tax the people so heavily? And so the people made a decision. Just like you sitting looking at a stake with me walking down the street in a white picket fence. And you're like, well, I can get upset about it or I can just say that is what it is. I can be in a relationship that's not working because the person I'm in a relationship with, with continues to do this pattern. Maybe it's cheating on you. And they keep cheating on you over and over and over again. And you're like, you can get angry about it. You can get upset about it. Or you can simply accept, okay, well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Things are what they are. And people look at that and think, well, Garrett, that's, that's, ap- that's apathy. That's like leaving me in a place of like complete pain because nothing's going to change. This shit's just going to get worse. Exactly. Exactly. It will get worse because you haven't been able to come to terms with what it is right now. We look at the systematic sedation of men. It is what it is. Things are what they are. Men are being taught what they're being taught like this. It is what it is. You can you can argue it. You can ignore it. You can pretend like it's not true, but it is true. And that's the way it is. Now, from that place and owning that situation in your own life, owning that place from that point and saying, here is what it is gives you the ability to make some new decisions. So I'm going to have you consider and challenge you in the following idea, and that is that there is power in just accepting, okay, what it is, what it is. Things are the way they are because that's the way they are. Now, from that place, I can make a new decision. I can ask myself a question. Okay, well, is the thing that I'm seeing that is what it is, this thing, these things are the way that they are, it is what it is inside of my world, does it work for me? Like when you take a look and you look across body being balanced business, there's going to be a bunch of questions for you. And it is what it is. They are what they are. Your results, they, the things that are resulted manifested fruit in your life, they are what they are. They are the result of what you have done. And no amount of storytelling about them is going to change that. But being able to look at those facts and allows us to make a new decision. It says, okay, well, does it work for me? Yes or no. And if it works for me, then I keep doing it. If it doesn't work for me, then guess what I must do? I must choose to do something different. And so I look at this inside of the Declaration of Independence and it says, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations, okay, the abuse that we're talking about is an abuse from somebody else to you. I'm gonna have you consider the greatest abuse that you're up to is abuse inside your own mind. Abuse inside your own mind. And so we can sit here and we can talk all day long about how outside of you is causing all the problems. That it's the government, it's terrorism, it's, it's, it's the, the, the banking system. It is what it is. No. No, you are the problem. Let's jump into verse number one. A worldview is nothing more than the world that we believe is real to us. It doesn't mean that that world is actually real to anybody else. It just means it's real to us. Now, can you and I be influenced by the world around us and the worldviews of people around us? Absolutely. We are affected by these, this with social media. Absolutely. Are we affected by this with television and the churches we go to? Absolutely, too. The people you associate with more often than not are the people who share a common worldview with you. 
Most of us do not spend time with somebody who has a conflicting worldview because when you have two opposing worldviews, they collide and cause conflict. Three, one of the great demises inside of this sedated man experiences that conflict itself has become something that is politically incorrect. I shouldn't actually take a stand for a new worldview or the truth the way I see it. I shouldn't take a stand for the truth the way I see it or you see it. Ultimately, unless you collapse yourself down into a politically correct worldview, then it's impossible for you to actually be accepted. And finally, most men find it significantly easier to surrender their opinion about the world they want and just collapse it down into the worldview of what is, not recognizing that in doing so, they're continuing the insanity to the next generation. Okay, so notice this piece. I have to accept what is in order to be able to create something new, right? So my first stand in this is I'm, gonna connect, I'm, I'm connecting with the idea, it is what it is, and I'm connecting with the, the, the reality that my results are what they are, and then inside of that, I can now make a new decision. And that new decision gives me an opportunity to create a new worldview. Well, here is what it is. My new worldview says this is true. When I look at my results, though, I'm not getting what I want. Okay, well, what do we know by default then? The worldview that you currently have must change. If you don't change it, you're fucked. If you don't change it, you will not get new results because you will continue to behave and operate from the same worldview. This is true in the way that the colonists were seeing themselves when they were dealing with, quote unquote, the motherland, right? All the taxation control and the, little, and, then the, and the military control coming from the British, that entire side of the game that was telling the, the colonists here in the United States, which wasn't the United States at the time, it's just the Americas. Okay, they were like, no, this doesn't work. I'm not going to do this anymore. This is not how it's going to play out. It is what it is, and I'm accepting what it is. But shit has to be different. Let's go verse four. At some point, you must take a stand. A stand just like the founding fathers of the United States of America who said, you know what? Your taxes are too high. We don't want to be part of your sovereignty anymore. We don't support your worldview about how we should live here in this country, nor do we support your governance anymore. We're going to create a document called the Declaration of Independence. We're going to unroll it and sign this bitch, all of us together. Five, the small band of men, prominent leaders only within their own communities and not yet known to the crown, knew they were committing high treason putting this document together. And yet they proceeded in signing it like the wig-wearing badasses they were, declaring their independence, liberating themselves from the English crown, thought liberating them from what the English crown thought to be true. They said, we declare independence. Our worldview is free of the worldview that you say is true. We reject that worldview. Not only that, we pledge our lives, our liberty, and our fortunes upon this land to say, fuck you and your worldview. Well, they were a little more eloquent than that, but the feeling behind the declaration hasn't changed. Where are the men willing to make declarations like that today? Do they even exist? And I'm going to stop there and I'm going to ask you that question. You know, what, what, is it, what, what is reality with most men today? Uh, most men today are weak. Like you, can, you can pretend something else outside of this, but this is the fucking truth. And they're weak because they're confused. They're weak because they're sedated. They're weak because they have no idea what to do next. No clue. They're scared. And they're alone. It's very difficult to declare a place of independence if you don't see any options. Yet, how many options did, you know, what options did the founding fathers actually see? And truly, what, what options did they actually see? They didn't. The only options they could see were the options in their mind. 
So brother, my question for you is like, what, what, what do you see in your mind? Because you can accept it is what it is. It's like a giant stake on a white picket fence. Like you can accept that. But the next stage of creation comes down to what you can envision. And it comes down to what you demand it to be. It comes down to what you desire it to be. You know, one of the hardest things about the systematic sedation of men is uh, simply this, is that we have, we have lost the ability not only to tell the fucking truth, but we've lost the ability to actually create and dream. We've gotten so stuck in saturation of information and sedation of our pain and constantly grinding under these games of go make the money, shut the fuck up about your feelings, we don't need you anymore. Like, we, like all of these teachings that have happened and the rise of the, the she-man and the man-she, which I don't know if I've even talked about it in here before. You know, women have been compelled. They've been forced into the limelight because men have gotten so weak. And so they become she-men. She-men, they're like super powerful women who have had to channel, channel their inner masculinity to be able to produce. Why? Because the men around them aren't doing it either. Now, I'm not, even, I'm not even saying that's a problem. I think it's great. But then you have a whole generation of she-men. See, I mean, excuse me, man-she's. Man-she's, which are men who just behave weakly. And I'm not saying that a woman is weak or a man is strong. What I'm saying is that men operate from a place of weakness. This is why women continue to rise, 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 and then continue to hide, hide, hide. And yet, if you look at the stability inside of marriage, you look at the stability inside of relationship, it demands a declaration of independence. Like it demands a changing of your worldview. It demands that you actually destroy the worldview that you're currently in in order to create a new worldview. This is why it's so, so oftentimes there's no change that happens in a person's life until they've experienced some very deep, heavy drama or trauma. There's been some very painful shit that goes down. Somebody physically gets taken out. They get diagnosed with cancer. You get somebody who goes through bankruptcy. You get somebody whose spouse is cheating. You get somebody who loses all their money. A child gets sick, right? A miscarriage. Like there's, there's typically things that have to happen inside of a person's life before they choose to do something. Now you think about the founding fathers. They didn't choose to do anything about their situation until shit got too painful. And then when it got too painful, they were like, well, no, we're going to do something about it. And what we're doing is we're declaring a new future. We're declaring a new possibility. We're declaring a new possibility in how we live. And in the beginning, it may be strange as shit, like a stake on a white picket fence. And you're like, what the fuck is this? I still would love to know who put that stake on a fence and why. But inside of it, your world has an opportunity to choose to be something different. But this starts with owning the facts of where you are and being able to say things are what they are. You know, I've produced and my body is what it is right now. I produce that. My being and spirituality is what it is right now. Nobody did this to me. I, I produce this. I created this. My balance and my marriage, my, my marriage is what it is right now. I created this. There's nobody to blame, nobody to look to, to, to solve this problem for me. I did it to me. Inside of my business, in my bank account, there's nobody to blame on this either. It's me. It's all me. I created it. Nobody else created it. I created it. And what am I going to do about it? 
And see, you have an opportunity, just like the founding fathers, to declare your independence today. Is to make a decision. Do you understand like the change that you're searching for? It's not going to come because you got some magical fucking technique. It's not becoming because you have some hack to life. It's going to come because you made a decision. And I might have to consider today that decision and that new possibility comes on the wake of a declaration of your own independence. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.